going on, everybody? Welcome to the Urban Nature Podcast. This is episode one. I'm happy to be here. So let's get it started. Um, yeah. Let's right off on introductions. Um, go ahead, man. So I'm JD. Uh, I'm AC. Freaking ridiculous. And, and I'm uh, JT. The man behind the magic. Right. Um, our engineer, screen man, whatever you want to call him, JT. Um, again, glad to be here with all you guys. Same thing. So uh, let's just start off with a little bit about this podcast. Um, again, two guys, you know, pretty much from polar opposite sides of society. Yeah. Or, you know, like just where we live, not society. But um, decided, you know, we spent a lot of time together, got some time to talk to one another, mm-hmm. realized that we had some things we agreed with, some things we you didn't don't. necessarily agree with. There's something we just do not agree with. It's all good. And, you know, we just wanted to sit down and talk about those things and just talk about um, things we like that maybe, you know, we'll discover that each other will like. Mm-hmm. And uh, about what's going on in the world, and just things in general, right? Yeah. Um, so again, I mean, I we already introduced ourselves. Uh, again, to, or I want to explain myself for people that may know me that may be listening right now. Um, this whole AC thing it just sounds ridiculous, but you know, it's kind of I guess it's gonna be our thing. Cause I you, think you guys say JD and JT, and I can't come out with my full name um, all the time, so. Yeah. But let's, you know, a little bit about ourselves. Go ahead. So I'm from uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, born there till about eight. And then eight to 18 was in Florida. And that's, and again, I've been in the city like all my life. I never really enjoyed that much like outdoorsy. It hasn't been my, it's not my thing. But um, yeah. Yep. So I'm from, I was actually born kind of similar situation. I was born in Virginia. Um, lived there for about 10 years, uh, and then I moved up to Western Pennsylvania, and that's kind of where the rural side, small town living um, began. So, I mean, if you guys can't catch on to that, you know, use the urban on the nature, uh, but again, just, you know, enjoy the smaller things in life, I guess, the yeah. small town living, the out being outdoors and whatnot. So um, that's kind of where we came from or whatever. So and here we are. Here we are. Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought? <laughs> this is episode one, Urban Nature. You know, this making history. Um, so yeah, just again, super excited to be here with you guys and ready to get started. All right, man. Well, first things first. How are we doing today? Um, uh, been better. Uh, been worse. Okay. So somewhere in the middle. Um, but again, happy to be here. Happy to be alive. So. Uh, a day that's six feet above and not six feet under is a great day. That's right. So how about yourself? I think uh, mentally I'm down pretty good. Physically, um, you know what? My legs are not sore. My back, I think you know too that our both backs are just really sore. We're doing this workout, right? This workout is like this uh, bodyweight workout, and I thought I thought it was gonna be easy because I was I'm used to weightlifting and stuff. Let me tell you, like I haven't worked out in like what two months now. Come on, man. It was longer than that. <laughs> it's been longer than that because I haven't worked out since March. So I guess, yeah, it's been like three About, months for me. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, yeah. So then when you come back and pick it up slowly, because you think body weight, all right, cool, I'll pick it up slowly. No, man, this workout's intense. It'll make it for sure. And it's like a good hour. Yeah, right? so about 45 40. minutes. So now by the time we warm up, set up, everything, yeah. um, for people that don't know, or, you know, people that may know, um, it's the people from Mountain Tough. It's their 30-30 program. Um, for specifically for backcountry hunters, and that's mm-hmm. kind of mostly where I wanted to get 
my fitness for is this upcoming fall. So hopefully, you know, I get home, get back in the woods and everything. Um, but I mean, you're pretty much just doing it for the fitness aspect. Yeah, that's it. And uh, from someone who does come from a more, because I mean, I, I've been fit. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, especially in profession and the, uh, the activities I used to do when I was younger. Yeah. You know, I used to be fit, but I was never, especially anyone who knows me, I was never a big guy. I was never mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but someone who was, you know, still is. I mean, yeah. You know, not. Not to sound like I want you or anything, but I mean, gotcha. you don't look bad. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, um, so coming from someone like that, how, how do you like this program? What do you think about I it? Think, uh, I think it's dope, man. I, I like it. It's, I, I, I like intense stuff. It's really intense, especially when, like, you know, you try to give your 110% of just giving your best with every single workout, giving your girl, and still have to give it. And it's, it's good. I, I like it. It's a, it's a thing that I've never tried. And I'm glad I tried it. I actually like it and look forward to it. As much as it's like at the end of the workout, you're in pain. But at the end of, the, of every workout, you feel like, ah, oh, like you're good. And we do it in, in the mornings. And I'm pretty sure people can relate that. You know, when you try to hold things for the, uh, during the afternoon, you know, from working and all that stuff, you get kind of tired. And then you just say, you know what, I'll do it tomorrow. And once you say tomorrow, you fucked up. That's it. I mean. Yeah, and it's been it's been good starting it off with that. I mean, it's been a good stress reliever. I mean, we've only we're only one weekend, but uh, yeah. I've been feeling better. Same. And you know, again, to people who know me, um, health has been a huge thing for me or a big struggle for me right now. Mm-hmm. But I've been feeling better. It's just been a great stress reliever going to the day. You know, kind of worn out, kind of just feeling good, like you've accomplished something, which is really helpful for the environment that we're in right now. You know, yeah. Which is because it's just really hard to you know be at peace right now because you're always around people or whatever you know which is really helpful so you know again it's just hard to not to get irritated on this yeah so what irritates you the most pet peeves pet peeves for me is for sure when people interrupt me because i i'll do my best to not interrupt the person and you know how yeah yeah like when those people like we have like long pauses i'll be sure like all right I'm talking. If it's like five seconds, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and talk. But that's one of the main things that really, really grind my ears. That's what. Yeah. That's that's really. Yeah, like, being interrupted. Absolutely. I I hate being interrupted. Especially uh yeah. I just hate being interrupted because you know, especially if I'm talking, I feel like I got something to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually not the person that kind of just wants to talk. So if someone's interrupting me, oh, it gets me heated. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but. I'm also an old man, you know, maybe not, maybe not by years, but the way I feel in my mind, I'm an old man, you know, 23 years old, but I feel like an old man, but so a young man. So people being loud. Yeah. Like I hate when other people are loud. Yeah. Hate. It. Absolutely <laughs> hate it. Uh-huh. I just want to be at peace. Like I just want to be peaceful. So like, you know, especially like where we live mm-hmm. in Virginia, um, People blast their music. Bothers me. I am more than that. I do do that a lot too. I have, I have, you know, I have a good stereo in my car, and I, and I put that fucking music loud, like really loud, because I like the bass bump and the jumping and you know all that stuff. So I am that kind of guy. Yeah. I, man, like you, do you hear this? I do. Yeah. I really right. do, because it, right. it's just one of those things, man. Where like, if I'm like, especially moving my house, I'm just like relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this guy 
rides by my house. If, if you know who I am and you're out there <laughs> and you know exactly who I'm talking about and it's you, stop it. Drive by my house, music all the way up, and literally stuff will rattle on my mantle. Like, yeah, rap. Guys have his- which is cool. I can respect it. Yeah. But at the same time, don't do it next to my house. Right. There's times and places for this. I like some music a lot sometimes. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it in a residential area. I've done that. I'm not going to. Yeah, you're part of the problem. <laughs> you are, you are the I've problem. I've done that, yeah. So what else, man? Just interruption? Anything else? Um, I think this is kind of like, um, for me, is when you're in a relationship and then, you know, and I, you guys get into this a lot, and it's when the girl pretty much forgives you for whatever you fucked up on. Cool, you messed up on something, whatever, she forgave you. And then, un, like, not even like a week goes by, and then she brings it up. I'm not cool with that. So I like it. So when... Why is that Because if you forgave me, right, then it's in the past. Don't bring... Why you need to bring well, then it she, up? She obviously didn't forgive you. Okay, so then if you don't forgive me, then don't say it then. It's a saying, okay, I'm sorry. But if you're sorry, but you do it again, then don't say sorry. What's the saying that, like, uh, men are from Mars, women are from Jupiter, or something like that? It's two completely different beings, man. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta yeah. understand, like, especially, like, I don't know. They're always just, they're gonna be mad at their own time anyway. Like, that's just, that's just how. Yeah. Women are. Or, like, holding grudges. I, I don't know. I'm a grudge holder. I know you are. But if 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 it happened, look, leave it in the past. We're done with it. Move it on forward. You know? So, yeah. No, I... I definitely. I, I Well, I'm a grudge holder, so I can understand, like... And especially because I grew up with, like, all women in the household. Okay. So, like, I get it. Well, my mom and sisters were kind of different. I mean, they weren't really... And I didn't see their relationship or anything, but typically my mom would say whatever's on her mind she would speak yeah. her piece but um even being married I, I found that to happen once in a while it's just something you gotta live with you know it's just the, right. it's an it's evil i get that it grinds your gears like your wife right so yeah i mean i get it it grinds your gears yeah. um but man trying to get married one day like it's gonna be something you have to live with i mean and you know what that's cool you know but like i said like I said, I'll get on regardless because I don't want But that's also a thing that I believe that you should you should really talk about. Like people, when you start dating, right? If we're, if we're even going to a relationship snippet about this, when you first start dating somebody, right? Yeah. You know, it's what I've found is like you should have the hard questions, like because people get freaked out easy, mm-hmm. I think. And like, and if you're a person that believes in dating for marriage, I think it's it's a good idea to get these hard questions just uh, like um, not immediately because that's a little creepy yeah yeah, yeah. but if if your ultimate goal is to you know to to marry someone they can marry like Mm -hmm. you should have those hard conversations really early about what bothers you because it's not about how in a a relationship you know and i've been married such a short amount of time but like in a relationship i found is like it's not about how you deal with the good days it's like how are we gonna fight yeah you know and if if we can fight well and we can understand what's gonna, you know, make us make each other mad, then it's it's a lot easier to to deal with. So, but that's just my relationship tidbit for anyone who's listening. If you get um, just as irritated as JD does on this whole uh, girls still be mad. Well, I think so. You've been married how long now? So I'm on my fourth year of marriage. Fourth year. So 
during that four-year marriage, right, one of the things that you notice that, you know, your wife just kind of bugs you. Or just Oof. bugs a shot at you. To be honest, I mean, there's nothing I can think of off the top of my head. And I'm, right. You know, I'm not just saying that because she might be listening right now. Right. Um, man, there's, I'm sure she has a list for me. I know she does. Like, she hates, like, just uh, just funny, right? Uh-huh. Like, she hates when I don't, like, I'm not a person, like, I don't, like, I don't, like, drying myself off in the shower. Like, you know, after you take a shower or whatever, yeah. and, like, you're still in the bathtub, like, uh-huh. or whatever, uh-huh. and, like, do you, sh- do you, like, wipe yourself off before or after you get in the sh- Like, before or after you get out of the shower? Once, once I caught up the shower, I, I dry off right there. In the shower, yep. Yeah. No, I can't do it for some reason. Really? Just I, it's, just, it's just a thing yeah, of mine. Right. So, I'll step out of the shower... And, like, so we have, like, you know, like a bath mat, yeah, right? Like yeah, a memory yeah. foam bath mat or whatever. Right. And I'll step out of the shower, and it gets soaked because I'm soaking wet. Yeah. Right? She hates that. Well, because you, okay, so when you get out, right, do you have, like, a, what's those things that are, like, bottom of the floor and next to the tub? It's, like, a little, like, a little mat? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's like so, a bath mat. Okay, so when you get out there, does your water still, like, on the floor still? Not on the floor, but it all catches itself on the bath mat. Uh, or, like, the mats. But then she says it. It makes her feel like it's like a sponge. She's like, it just feels like I'm stepping on a sponge. Like if she oh, walks in there after okay, me okay, or whatever, yeah. which I can understand that. But yeah. it's just something for me that like you just can't do it. So, but for her, man, that's hard to think about. I mean, I, from from the okay, let me ask you this: Did you choose which side of the bed you sleep on, or it was just thing you just? Did I think it just bed? happened. It just happened. Okay. Yeah, it just happened. Okay. So well, that's it is funny because now we're even talking about marriage and okay. um talking about. I guess what made us mad, right? And so our marriage almost ended before it started, right? Right. Because when we first started, like, when we first got our apartment yeah. and everything, um, sleeping, like, in the same bed together was hard for us. Like, we, we just couldn't sleep in the same bed together. Why would we move a lot or whatnot? Because we were both blanket hogs. We both <sighs> found that to be true, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was a struggle for us. So it came to the point where we were, I woke up one morning, because I'm, and I remember this, I was clenching onto a blanket so hard, and it was like wrapped up to like towards my neck, right? Yeah. And I was wrap, I was clenched onto this blanket so hard, and she's just tugging me, tugging wow. me, and tugging me, to the point where I, I woke up and there was like rope on my neck, right? Because we were both just like, that's just how we were. Yeah. So we found out like we both have to sleep with, uh, we sleep with two blankets now. Okay, that's right. I mean, we, you know, it's, it's simple stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just funny. Like, but honestly, like, I mean, right off the top of my head, like, you know, I'm sure tonight I'll be thinking about talking about this, and I'll think immediately, like, oh, that's that funny. that just makes me so angry. When she does this. <laughs> but right now, off the top, of my, I mean, she's better about just being, you know, in the house than I am. You know, okay. I don't know. I guess when I'm home, I'm home. So okay. I'm sure it makes her a lot angrier than it makes me. That's right. Do you, Do you feel like? The person that you were in high school, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people know, like know that when you were in high school, you were a completely person than how you are now. Like, oh, absolutely. I'm a different person. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, then what are the things that you think you changed for the better? I was an angry little kid in, in high school, man. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah like <laughs> I don't know, like, and I'm sure. I mean, like, yeah, I was an emotional kid, and like, I mean, I probably am still weird. But um, I don't know. But I'm still as antisocial as I was in high school. 
Like, I didn't like socializing with people. But they didn't necessarily didn't like socializing with me either, but I didn't really right. like socializing with people. But that's how you were just brought up, right? Because... Yes and no. I mean, my like, my mom's a very social person. My mom's a yeah. social butterfly. She can talk to anybody. Okay. But I'm just not. I don't like <laughs> I'm just not a fan. I don't know. I, I mean, because I know there's, like, when I... There's times where I want to be alone and not bothered, but then there's times where I don't like to be alone with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I like company, you know, certain certain, certain company, you know, I mean, I'm definitely close to some people, but, like, I'm not, I've never been one of those people that had a lot of friends, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm sure a lot of people don't want to be my friend, but also, like, I didn't want to have a lot of friends. So, no, I have, I have very quality friends. Okay. So, that's all that really matters. Okay. But, I mean, you know, quality friends that... We go and do things, and you know, there's friends I have now that you know we go do things outdoors and whatever. Going, you know, one of the big things you know I like to do is watch movies. Yeah. Um, I love I love to watch movies. Definitely when I'm home. Um, we like to go to the movie theater quite a bit. Okay. So, how do you feel about these movies they remake? I don't know. So, last thing I heard was apparently, uh, what's it? Uh, Michael B. Jordan, so apparently he was, or still is, gonna play Scarface. It's interesting. See, look, I'm sorry, Scarface for me was Al Pacino, that's the man who did it, like, I just can't, and before you, you people, like, you guys tell me, like, oh, because you, you think he's black, you don't, no, that's not what I'm saying, I'm just saying the fact is that, I just don't think, like, Scarface is as good as it is. Leave it as it is. It's just all good. Same as, uh, uh, what is it called? The Pet Cemetery? I think the old one was way better than the new one. I didn't see that one. Well, but. yeah, it's just, I don't know. And, like, now you got Disney now, with all the time they remake the movies that are just now, like, in, like, like real life instead of, oh, like, live actual. action? I'm not a fan of it. You don't like it? I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's some things that it's, it's nice to, like, it's nice to watch. It's different. Like, it's the same movie, but it's different. Yeah. But, you know, I'm also a fan of the originals. Like, you know, what was it, about a year back, we went and saw The Lion King. Same okay. thing. Like, I hear it talking live action. Yeah. Um, you know, movies or whatever. And, uh, it was good. It was the same, it was the same Lion King. But it just, it was kind of cool to see, like. Like, like, real life. Yeah, like, like real life. Yeah, okay. I just feel like Disney is running out of ideas, you know. And granted, I know I think they got their whole, uh, they got their whole, that whole um, Mandalorian and their Disney Plus, which is great. But as far as movie making, I don't know. But at the same that time, you gotta understand that Hollywood, like any other business, or movie making, like any other business, like eventually you start running out of ideas, and you need to make money. Yeah. yeah. So what's better than? That's right. You gotta think too, like the. The technology that we have now and the, the way to make movies are so much better. Like if it's done right, if there's actual money put into it, yeah. then you can have these great movies that look so much better, that have different effects right. and whatnot. So, I mean, it can be a good thing and a bad thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, damn man. If it, if it flops, that's on them. But if it makes even more money, I, I'm all for it, you know. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what they do. Yeah. If blog, I mean, we're not paying for it. If we're yeah. not going to the movie theater and paying for it, then we're not paying for it. Yeah. Do you think movie theaters are going to be a thing in the next 10, 15 years? I, I, I don't know. 
That's a hard one too. I mean, I think so because I, I don't think anything can, unless you have like your own sound system yeah, and yeah. whatever, it's gonna be a hard thing to sit down and like you know, it's experience. It's not just a you know. I mean, I I mean, I go for yeah, the movie. It's, yeah, it's an experience. It's you go the popcorn. You go, yeah, you go get your popcorn. Like, and I go to one of the movie theaters that have like the recliners. You got to. You got to. You got to. You know, to. which I enjoy. And yeah. when I used to drink. You know, we had a bar there. Yeah. So like, you go and you get a couple beers and you watch the movie with some, you know, with some popcorn or some food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that was good. So it was an experience. You know, it's a, it's date nights, going out with friends or whatever. And you can do the same thing at your house, but I don't know. It's just it sounds better. You know, you saw it in theaters. It was yeah. And with the crowd and like. Yeah. Everyone has the same reactions. It was scary. Oh god, it was like a great, like a movie, like the end game. Everyone was cheering and all that stuff. So yeah. But at the same time, like streaming is, I mean, it's, it's, it's already it already is everything. Yeah. You know, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. I mean, I have like twelve have subscriptions. I have I have Disney Plus, Netflix. I used to have four of anymore. Um, HBO Max, um, YouTube Premium, because you yeah, gotta get premium. I love YouTube. Yeah, I'm YouTube all day every day. Um, and you know what? I haven't had cable TV. Well, I haven't watched any cable TV since I don't know how. It's <laughs> you say that and like I cut my cable because it was so much money. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I replaced it with subscriptions. Because I think I have all of those plus you plus Hulu. Okay. I'm just I don't know. Most people don't want to be entertained. Is that a thing still now? Like you think cable TV will be a thing still, or people like oh, I got Netflix. I'm just I think it's it. slowly phasing out. Because I used to have I used to have YouTube TV too, so it was, was like it was, it, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it def- I got de- I definitely got channels that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like having you know Verizon BIOS or whatever. I mean Verizon definitely has more channels. Right. But it was nice because it was streaming service, and uh, oh excuse me, you know it was a streaming service and whatever and. I still got local channels because, like, I had I had Sling too. I had Sling at one point. I didn't have it at the same time, but like, mm-hmm. it was interesting. Like, Sling, not because it was no. like it had two different packages. And if you wanted certain channels, you had to get two packages. But you also had double channels, and you didn't get local channels. YouTube TV, you get local channels to whatever your location was set to. So, like, if I traveled and went to, you know, if I went home to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I was getting Pennsylvania news. It wasn't like. You know, on my own subscription, it wasn't like I was going, or even if I wanted to keep up with Virginia, I could keep it on Virginia. So I had to have, you know, Virginia news, I could watch it or whatever. So, I mean, it was good, but like, it's funny because, like, whatever I cut with cable, I like replaced it. But I don't have YouTube TV anymore, especially like right now because, you know, we don't watch it as much. We mostly watch it for the local news, and that was about it. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what things happen with, I mean, just technology in general. So. I don't know, cause that, like, I, I wonder how people look at the world now when they were you know, born in the sixties. I wonder how they. I mean, they saw the everything. Yeah, they exactly. saw everything. They, I mean, they saw the first computers and yeah, whatever. And like now, like the new iPhone and stuff. Like, I don't know, cause we're seeing it through our own eyes. Cause we, you know, I was born ninety seven, right? So I was. Yeah. I, I I had some nineties like stuff, but it wasn't like deep nineties stuff. So, like, I don't know. But I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess I still remember, like, dial-up and yeah. all this other stuff, you know, <laughs> like, whatever, like, 
I remember not having high speed internet, but yeah. I also remember having the internet. Like, yeah, it was yeah, never yeah. like it was never like I I had to you know wait for anything. I, right. You know, there was it was always internet. You know, I always had it, um, especially at a younger age and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, it would be interesting. Like my grandparents, I mean, they talk about it. I mean, they're in their, I mean, late seventies, early eighties. Wow. Like, so I mean, they talk about it. They know. Yeah. My grandfather didn't have indoor plumbing when he grew up. So I mean, like, you know, you go from that to you know, and he has an iPhone, which is, which is amazing. Yeah. Like, that's an amazing thing to experience. I'm sure for him. And so, but you know, I don't, I don't spend too much time. Uh, well, here I do. You know, in this situation we're in right now, right, right. I definitely spend a lot of time, you know, on my phone or on my computer or whatever, mm-hmm. watching. A lot of YouTube. Um, yes. Shout out YouTube. Yeah. Um, stop censoring things, please. Please. Um, but other than that, you know, I, 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 other than that, when I'm home, you know, I most spend my time. I try to spend my time outdoors. Try not to sit in the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our, one of my favorite activities, as long as, or, as well as JT, mm-hmm. is uh, fishing. Right. We definitely enjoy fishing. Um, more him than I do. Um, he's definitely a bigger fisherman than I am. I'm just a, a novice, but getting back into it. So, and we've had this conversation in the past before. Yeah. You, you said that fishing's boring. I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, cause don't get me wrong, I'm all open about it because I'm not, I've done fishing like a couple of times with my uncle back uh, at Florida. So what kind of fishing? So we were on a bridge, right? And we just had like, <laughs> yeah, we just, okay. <laughs> with, the, with the fishing rod, whatever. And I caught like one, but it was like, I don't know, like a real small one, and cool, I got it. But I'm pretty sure it's not the same as feeling like when you get a, a big catch, right? So I'm pretty sure the, the the patience with fishing, you're patient, you're waiting, cool, and then once you get the big catch, it was all worth it. I, I feel that this is how it is. Like for so, you guys. what kind of like what body of water were you in? Were you in a river? Were you in, yeah, were you in a bay? Because this is Miami, right? Yeah, this is no, this is this is Key West. Key West, okay. Yeah. So, Key West, yeah. Man, that's some of the best fish in the world. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't. Was it Key West? No way. Either Key West or Miami. I don't know. And point is that we were on a bridge. I know for, for a fact. And then we were, you know, having fishing rods. And really, like, I, I really didn't caught anything bad, like I said. But I mean, it was cool. I mean, yeah, a little fish, cool. I mean, whatever, right? You know, my cousin got a bigger one. But do you remember what kind of fish it was? All I remember it was that big and it was how big for the people that are just listening so it was like i will say about maybe three inches no like a good like is that around or like uh yes it was like, like around like the, the side that's of it the face no 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 i'm saying like so the face is like little, little, little face so the body's like this right the body is like okay. like a circular right like it's not like, like a thin of, fish uh, reef fish or something but, yeah it's probably, it probably, probably yeah it, and, and it was clear it was like, you know, just clear, like, it wasn't like colorful silver. fish. Yeah, yeah, like silverish. So I said, and we just got it, and we just put it back to, to, the, to the lake or whatever it so was. So catch and release. Yeah, catch and release, yeah. So it was a, a lake? It, it, was it was probably so, salt water. If you're in Key West, it was yeah, probably yeah, salt, salt water. water. Yeah. I don't think Key West, I mean, I don't it's probably, think it's it probably was in a canal. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what it was, then. Well, well, I mean, had it, it was still salt yeah. water. Yeah, it's salt water. Yeah. You can pretty much say it's fresh. Kind of mixed. But then at the time I was a kid, and yeah, I knew the kid get bored easily. But I'm gonna try it again. But it's just I was just there like waiting, and it was like good thirty minutes, and I haven't got nothing. You know what I mean? But the, you say you say that like thirty minutes, right? Yeah. And like so, 
I've literally been on a boat for like, let's see, I got, we got on the water, I think at eight, and I didn't come off the water until five at night, probably, five, six at night. Damn. Not a thing. Oh, That's man. probably just me, you know. I just, oh. Shout out JT's girlfriend for making me a shirt that I can't catch anything, because I really can't. <laughs> but I, for some reason, I still enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's just something to be outside and you know, right. do or whatever. And, and um, with the crew, I, I would assume it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. You know, you take some beverages out there, and right. some food and whatever, and you can uh, potentially get something. Yeah. And uh, it can be fun. I know you're our, uh, our real resident fisherman. You know, JT here, he's uh, he's the real one out here doing fishing. Um, growing up in Palau, right? Yeah. Um, pretty much just like all you guys do. I mean, that's the lifestyle. That's man. like the main island export of way. Palau, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the island is, I mean, you got nothing else. Yeah. You're just surrounded by water. Yeah. So. I mean, my house in the city literally has water on the front yard and the backyard. That's crazy. So I used to, like on the summer I used to be in the ocean like from nine o'clock to six o'clock at night until they start yelling at me to get out the water. So you obviously don't think fishing is boring. Okay, fishing can be boring. Can be. Okay. It yeah. can be, it can be because okay. it really depends on the time and place that you're in. So the best times to go fishing, you know, it's a lot that goes into fishing. You know, it's like shooting a deer. You know, you. Just, yeah. Go and scout to look for that perfect deer. Same as fishing. You go try all these different places, and then you say, okay, well, if I go to this certain place, I'm catching this kind of fish, you know. Um, it depends on their environment. You know, the fish uh, eat certain kinds of uh, stuff. So they might eat, you know, different foods from a certain place, and then you go to a certain place, they don't eat that kind of food, so they won't be attracted to, let's say, squid. But then they'd probably eat worms. So, so if you could give people like handful of tips to not make fish boring, what would you say? I'd say if you go fishing, get at least two or three kinds of bait. You know, okay. something that you could play with. Uh, me, I generally go with frozen squid, bloodworms, and uh, some other kind of uh, like an extra type of uh, uh, lures or anything that would help you and then um if you go fishing at a spot you see a lot of people make friends with them uh i usually make friends with a lot of the old people because they've been fishing at that spot for such a long time they already know okay you know it's perfect time you know so it's when you're fishing for this kind of fish you know uh they usually eat what kind of uh bait they're uh they come in at this time and go out at this time you know, the high tide and the low tide. So they know, they know it like the back of their head. So that's what I do when I go fishing in the States, go to a spot and I start making friends with these, you know, old people because they've been going there so much that they know. And they'll start telling me like the routines and how they catch fish and stuff. They'll start, you know, giving you the uh, little spots that they go to, their little hot spots. The little ins like, and outs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I think you really got to give it a try with James I'm all for it, man. Just because, I mean, like, he's caught more fish, definitely more fish than I have. Um, but also, like, depending on what kind of fishing you're doing as well, you know, because you, you were probably doing, probably in a canal, like you're saying, a bridge, you were doing some saltwater fishing, which yeah. requires different tackle and different 
um, you know, equipment than you would say like bass fishing, right? Which yeah. is essentially what I've done in the past. Um, I grew up, which is something else I'm gonna have to get you on is like yeah. stream, um, stream trout fishing. Um, I, you know, I grew up doing that with my dad and stuff like that. So, which is another fun thing. So you're not necessarily on a boat. You're on, you know, it's, you're doing streams and creeks and small rivers and stuff like that. You're on foot. You're, you know, but there's nothing like I can literally like imagine the early mornings. Like, I didn't like this as a kid. My pro, my dad probably hated taking me because yeah. I was nine, between nine and twelve or whatever. So, but I can still imagine. It, it seems nice now. Probably the time I was quite completing as a little kid. Right. Like I can imagine like the early mornings, it's like early April, it's cold, you know, you're in the mountains or whatever, streams are going, yeah. you know, but like with trout, I always limited out with trout, like bass, yeah. no. no, I couldn't, I couldn't put a, you know, a five fish bag together, like I could <laughs> to get one, like I think last year, I didn't go that, I didn't go a lot last year because I was in school and um, had a lot of different obligations for bass fishing because I had just gotten bass fishing last year. Okay. And, uh, but like, I still, I caught like game fish the entire year. So, <laughs> oh, man. definitely not in my genes, but, uh, definitely looking, I like keep myself up at night thinking about going right. fishing. Okay. It's cause like for me, it, you know, it is, again, it's like, it's like the movie theaters experience. experience yeah. You know, you, you get up early. I'm an early riser anyway. Mm-hmm. So like you get up mm-hmm. early before the sun and you know, you're, get everything together and then you get on the water around sunrise and birds are chirping, you know, nice just water yeah. around the boat, you know, and you know, you get to spend some time with people you want to spend time with and it's just the whole experience, man. Right. And it, I agree with you, it can get boring. Definitely mm-hmm. can get boring. I'm a very impatient person. Like I've there's been some instances where I've thrown my fishing poles in the water and <laughs> I have to go retrieve them. Uh, there's some times where I throw a lot of stuff a lot of my stuff in the water because I get mad. Yeah, yeah. So it really depends on the days, you know. Uh, migration of the fish, what your target species is. All right? okay. So you really have to narrow down, like, hey, you know, I'm going fishing. I'm going to go fishing for this kind of fish. Uh-huh. And then you go say, hey, uh, I use fish brain a lot. You yeah, I use, use fish, fish brain, brain too. Mm-hmm. So there's apps over there that, you know, are helpful to you that people kind of use now to say, hey, give tips and all that which i've heard this if you're one of these people you're definitely not helping me out it's these people that you know will catch a fish in a certain location right but when they when they mark it on their on the fish they'll put it completely (laughs) somewhere else right so then like which defeats the purpose which is defeating because like the fish brain right because you probably don't know Uh, it's fish brains like a it's like a fishing social media so essentially like you know, and I'll show you after this, okay. just so you're for your knowledge, right? Oh. Essentially, it's like a place like so. If I caught a fish right here, okay. and then you know, you take a picture of it, and you can pin the location on a map mm-hmm. of where you caught that fish. But there's an option to where you can like send it somewhere else. So if I have my spot right here, yeah. and I caught this fish, but I still want to upload it, so people think like, hey, this dude caught a fish uh, or whatever. You can send them completely somewhere else. Not even on the same body of water. Oh, wow. You can send them like completely somewhere else. So it, <laughs> so if you're out there and you do that, because I know at least one person very close to us does that. Yeah. Someone that we know very well does that, because I had asked him about it, and he did it, and I'm like, well, you're the problem. That's why I'm not catching fish, because I'm probably going to these places where these people are putting these big fish, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, man, I, 
get something, and then I don't. So, I don't know. I mean, again, I agree with you guys. The fishing can be boring at some point, but that's when you just make it fun. Yeah, you just gotta, y'all gotta stay tuned for the YouTube channel. Stay tuned for the take uh, We're gonna take Velas uh, on a fishing trip. Literally, our YouTube channel will be about how bad I am and all this stuff. So, that's right, man. That's well, uh, but it should be fun. So, yeah, look out for the YouTube. Um, should be coming soon. I think it'd be good just because, like, how if we all go, us three go, then I know it's gonna be boring. Just because they're gonna shoot that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I know someone point. might not be catching fish, but I know it's I will. Definitely. Right. Not going to be me. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe not, you know, maybe I get on the lake this year. and But we don't have a lot of year for fish, at least for bass this year. I mean, I was fishing well into December last year, especially where we were at. And, you know, I know the bite's a little bit harder at this time of year. But because uh, I spent most of my summers, actually all my summer in school. And, um... Mm-hmm. So didn't get a lot of time to go out and fish, but definitely like we'll be getting back at a good time, and then definitely gonna hit the spawn next year. Okay. Springtime, hit that spawn hard. Um, maybe try to do some trips. Yeah. Yeah, we're not even just gonna catch the fish. We're gonna catch the fish and we're gonna catch, catch clean fish, catch man. Nice. That's just like how kill. we've been doing here, just except with our own. Oh, cool. So. Which, and again, which, you know, not just fish, different Everything. animals, yep. <laughs> um, where we're going to use hopefully some different stuff. Hopefully, you know, JT gets on his first white-tailed deer this year. Um, hopefully I get on my first bow kill this year. And then, uh, yeah. And V gets his too. Yeah. I'm before I can say, like, whatever you guys, like, are going to do fishing or hunting, because I, I, ne- I never hunt and I always want to. I always wanted to hunt a deer and then eat it. So, well, for one, if you just want to eat it, I still got some right from last year. Um, I was fortunate enough to get out for one day. I literally got out for one day last year. Yeah. Just with, you know, everything that was going on um, for rifle season, mm-hmm. right? I got a chance to harvest, which has been great, you know, took some stuff up. I got to feed some people that never had ven- white-tailed venison either. Uh, um, so with that, right, so... The easiest part would the easiest way to, to do it would be to take you during rifle season, okay. right? So how do you how, how do you feel just about guns in general, like with people owning them, with a selling of them, with yeah. whatever? I mean, I don't know. I feel like the gun control, all that stuff. In my opinion, for sure, yeah. You're at the house. You should have at least you know a a weapon to just especially if you have a family. Uh, just Check yourself, you know. But I feel like for me, like with any hobby, because it could be a hobby too. Collect guns, that can be a hobby. And then if you also like to shoot your guns, which I'm sure that's the whole point of it, right? You shoot your guns, go to a nice, you know, place, and you test your guns out, and you shoot them out, and it's fun, cool. But I don't know. I feel like the people who sell the guns gotta do. I mean, I don't know how you you purchase guns. So how how does that go with? Purchasing a, purchasing a gun. Uh, so you go to a gun store, right, or gun shop, or wherever your Bass Pro or your Cabela's, wherever sells guns, right, or weapons, rifles, whatever. And um, everybody gets background check, right? You have applications, you get a background check. Um, I don't know the specific forms or whatever. Uh, it's been a minute since I had purchased a weapon, but um, everyone's gonna get background check. Everyone's gonna come by. 
the you know, there's gonna be a data they're gonna look into the database and whatever. And if you're convicted of anything that is major, right, or anything that um, violates what you who can have a weapon, they're gonna take it back. They're not gonna let you they're not gonna let you take the weapon if you come back for those security checks, right? So it's not like it's not as easy as just walking into like you can't just like walk into a store and just be like, I want that one, and they're gonna be like, Oh yeah, you look like a cool dude. Here yeah. you go. Okay. And uh, I mean, even like I'm pretty sure even in the uh, the gun shows I've gone to, actually I know for the fact the gun shows I've gone to, they still run background checks yeah. okay. and stuff like that. And and it, it's a I mean it's been a hobby for me. I don't shoot as much as I want to, mm-hmm. just because of again where we live. Um, but it's it's fun, man. There's no I, I don't know. I enjoy shooting. I, yeah. I enjoy the art of it. The the art of just ballistics and general, I mean, it's, it's amazing the things people can do with them, you know, right. shooting a target, you know, over a mile away or whatever. And that's, and that's, yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. And people look at the negative things that guns do yeah. and, and there are some negative things. I mean, it's a, it's a tool to kill people and that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's a tool. So, you know, you, you practice with it just like any other tool, you, you know, any, you know, sensible human being will, you know, take very caution. I mean, it's a very powerful tool. I mean, yeah. It's a tool that can literally end somebody's life. So it's something to be respected. Um, so what do you think? So did you grow up shooting? So no, no, I, I never even held a gun until I was in the army. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. That's really it. So what was your first? What was your first time like shooting? <laughs> you're right, you're, what was it? It was an M16. Or yeah, it was a, yeah, it was an M16. Okay. I mean, it was. It was like I. I didn't start like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot this gun and. So you told badass. No, I just like, all right, I just shoot the gun, hit the targets as much as I can. All right, cool. You know, but I feel like if you have, you know buy your own gun and you do your own thing with it, you go to the to the what was it called those stores so you can shoot a fire range. There you go, fire range. Do your thing there and test your whatever new gun you got. Cool, man. Because at the end of the day, it's just a hobby. There's people who think that. Oh man, because these mass shootings, you need to stop seeing these guns or whatever. Look, man, I feel like mass shootings will inevitably happen no matter what, how you matter how much you try. Same thing with, if you're saying that, a same thing as saying like, oh man, these these car crashes have to stop. We gotta stop seeing these cars. No, it's gonna happen every single day. Do you know what stops mass shootings? People that legally carry. That's who. That too. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I forget the whole. There's some. There was something like, there was like some town in Alabama, right? Yeah. Where like, and I'm gonna butcher the story. It's been a long time since I've heard mm-hmm. about it or whatever. But like the majority, I want to say like 97 percent of the town owned a weapon, right? Owned a firearm. There was like two or three cases of like criminal activity in the entire town. And I might be wrong. Whoever fact checks me, whatever. But there was a low, 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 low crime rate. Because guess what? If you know that Jim Bob down the street, yeah, and then Jane Doe down the other way down the street mm. is packing, yeah. you gonna mess with them? I'm not gonna mess no. with them. No, yeah, because technically, usually people that conduct these mass shootings are they look after the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Are these people gonna be armed? Right. <laughs> <laughs> are these people gonna be armed? Can I can I take these victims because they're cowards? Right. Right. So they're not gonna. They're not going to take a whole crowd of people that are going to shoot back at them. Because mm-hmm. they're looking for victims. They're not looking to get in a fight. Well, I remember when the mass shooting in El Paso, I literally, I've got a Cielo Vista Mall. I literally used to go there 
So knowing that I, I was at Virginia by but that's when it happened. My mom was so like in shock because you know, you know, as a mother, you know. And when that happened, I was like, man, like when that happened, like I was kind of nervous because now wherever I, wherever I go, I look around like, man, like you know, I, I hope today is not the day where a mass just decides, you know what, I'm gonna kill everybody in this fucking mall. Yeah. You know, I don't mean the situation. But that's where, that's why I carry everywhere I go. And, and you have a license for that, so I mean, yeah, I have a, I mean, yeah. I have a concealed carry permit. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not like I do it legally. Yeah, uh, my weapon is legal. Yeah. you know, it's, um, so like I, I mean, I carry everywhere, just because it's not necessary yeah, no. to, just to protect myself. You know, it's to protect whoever's there that might not have the means to protect themselves. And hopefully, if the situation I hope and I hope to God that the situation never arises where it takes someone's life. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, if it does. Right I'm not gonna feel bad. I hope that I hope this bullet flies straight and <laughs> yeah, yeah, hits the sure, target. Sure. But I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm. I, mean, I can never say never. I guess, but mm-hmm. there's nothing in me right now that's gonna make money with you. Because I, I don't. I never want to take anybody's off. I hope I never have to be there. Yeah, but what if, if the if the if it ha- so if it happens right, you you will not hope, even. I, well, and that's, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in this situation. Right. I've never been in a situation where someone starts shooting and then I feel like I have to, um, I have to defend myself. But I hope that, I hope if the situation does arise, mm-hmm. I can act and hopefully can stop the threat. Because that's, the, I mean, that's the, oh, that's the point is to stop yeah. the evil. I don't think I'm an evil person, so yeah. hopefully, uh, so hopefully uh, I stop evil. And it's also, it's just a, I think it's just an, an inalienable right. You know, yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm a firm believer in the Constitution. I think it's a living document. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that Second Amendment gives you the right to bear arms yeah. and to maintain a militia. I agree with it. You know, I'm not against anything at all. People who think that are, people who are against the gun law, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, we all have our opinions. We're all entitled to it. Um, just, just don't bash me, you know, for having an opinion, you know? No, I mean, and that's, you know what I mean? But that's, that's the thing. And that's another thing, too. Yeah. Is those guns are there to defend your opinion. Yeah. Is that, too. you know, the Second Amendment is so powerful and people look at it as just, you know, people want to kill people, but that's going to be your, that's your ticket to, if the government starts to silence you, yeah. use it. But don't also be, you know, these hollow threats or whatever. Yeah. If, it's, if, it's your, if you're going to stand on a revolution, you better stand on that revolution. You better call it for what it is. For sure. You know, call a spade a spade and don't uh, <laughs> hide behind something. So that's another thing, too, is, like, if you're not happy with, in my opinion, if you think you have this tyrannical government, call it a revolution. Call it for what it is. Don't just try to hide behind something. Yeah. Because, I mean, if it gets to the point where I feel like I need to use my right, I'm going to use my right. Yeah. Hopefully, again, I don't mm-hmm. ever have to because uh, I'm not a fan of violence, but do you, do you feel I don't like, condone violence. Okay. Do you feel like sometimes, for example, like, let's say, I, I have there been in a fight, but I've been in altercations, mm-hmm. like pushing or whatever, okay. and then someone just stops it, right? Yeah, you've been in a fight before? Yeah. So... Like, when you're in a fight right now, you have adrenaline that kicks in and all that stuff, like, do you try to, like, do your best to, like, hey, like, like, 
like stop, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of violence, man. Right. It's okay. it's I don't condone it. I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it's the thing that just it's a thing that is around, and that's where like I said, caring and uh, like properly caring. I'm not saying like everyone needs to carry. Well, I think everyone should carry. Because I'm not going to mess with you unless you mess. And, you know, someone legally carrying. I think everyone that can legally carry should legally carry. You know, if you have, you know, if there's mental illness there, if there is, you know, um, a reputation for violence, mm-hmm. then no, I don't think you should have a weapon. Because that's just going to cause trouble. Right. right. But if you're legally allowed to carry, then I believe you should legally have a weapon. Are you Because the more weapons you have, the less people are going to mess with you. Because most people are looking for victims. They're looking for the opportune moment to to take someone's life or to create violence and create uh, chaos. And if everyone's trained with their trained with their weapon, you know, go to the range once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's practice. You know, it's practice and can take action. I mean, more the merrier. You're gonna okay. see these less. You're gonna see less mass shootings. So yeah, and also like if there's a person that would disagree, because right now I get what you're saying. It doesn't probably disagree with us. Cool. But I feel like sometimes when you meet people and you talk about these certain specific topics, the one thing that really grinds my gears, right, is that when I'm talking to somebody and the person has a strong point of view and I have a strong point of view, and if I tell you mine, don't talk to me in a sense of you trying to win the debate because that's not some point for me. The point for me is that I'll tell you something that you may not know, and vice versa, and you know, I might learn from you, and we can just move on amicably without having to scream at each other because I'm wrong or you're wrong, whatever. You know what I mean? You should always talk to teach somebody and to listen to understand, mm-hmm. and not just talk and listen to win. Right. Because that's that's a big problem with with just what's going on in the United States right now is that oh, yeah. if people would just sit down and talk. So they want to beat the living crap out of each other. Yeah. And I mean, that could go a long way. So just remember, just, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Because, um, I mean, what we said in the beginning is like, yeah, there's a lot of subjects that we've talked about that we don't agree on. And, you know, here we are talking right now, and it's it's important to talk because there's things you've taught me, and there's things I hope that I've taught you. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so just remember that, just, uh, well, that's something that we agree on. The one thing we don't do, we don't, we don't agree on, <laughs> it's abortion, right? Oh yes, here we go. So this this, this topic is like with me and him, and it's nothing like bad. It's the fact that we just have different point of view. Because again, you think, oh, this guy is talking, they agree with it. No, this abortion stuff is like really different. But like for me, right? For me, I feel like you know what? If a woman decides to abort the child. And does not tell the man that is messed up. But if she were to do that regardless, that's her body, that's her decision. You know, and then another thing is that if a person got raped, that's her decision. She wants to keep it cool. That kid may have uh, a lot of questions that may be kind of hard. And then if she wants to abort it, then hey, uh, you do you. Yeah. More legally, like if you want to talk legalities, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk legalities as far as um, what the law says, yeah. sure, yeah, 
I don't. I, who am I to tell you? Yeah. I, a legal basis. Who am I allowed? Why am I allowed to tell you? Hmm? Right. And that's. But as a person and the way I feel inside, um, I think it's the most disgusting thing anyone can ever do. Because and it all just depends on where you think life starts. Because at the same, you people say it's her body, it's her body, but when does it become two bodies? Mm-hmm. So you're saying like, okay, I'm gonna. This her body, she can do whatever she wants, right? Mm-hmm. But when does it become another life? Because I mean, that's that's life inside of a woman, right? right? Which is a, a, a magical and an amazing, not magical, but it's a miracle. Every time it happens, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Life can just be sustained in a woman's body, and it's amazing, right? So when does it become another life? That's that's always my question to people, and that's yeah. where you can where you start to where you can kind of tell where people are at mentally. Because for me, like life starts at conception. Um, so as soon as you know, like because yes, you know, something. obviously people who are listening don't understand um, conception or um, how babies are made. Uh, yeah, you should probably go ask parents yeah <laughs> or, look it up, or look it up on google yeah uh liberty parent or not. but li- life starts at conception and that's yep. that's always what i believe and so as soon as they can find out that they are pregnant yeah. it's too late so i feel like when when they find out right they're pregnant this may sound like messed up right but i feel like that is embryo a correct term yeah so that embryo, right, hasn't really got fetus, right? It hasn't really. It's not like a five-year-old kid, where you know that's that's like crazy. It's, it's a fetus inside you. It doesn't really know anything. Just a little small organism there, just just there inside you. And if you want to just kill it, hey, that's you. I'm not gonna judge you for it. You you think you do what you think is right. But just like the vernacular, you just kill it. There's no way. There's no way. There's no life in the body. You're you're literally killing. Exactly. Yeah. So when does it become like? So when would it become to you two different bodies? Because you say it's her body, right? And and it's gonna be it is gonna be her body that's affected by, you know, the pregnancy. I understand that. Yeah. But when does it become two different bodies? Are you saying like, it's not it's her choice until the baby's born? And it becomes two separate bodies. That's where I think, yeah. Because, like you're saying, yeah. Because either way, no matter so what, can, it's still two bodies still. Because there's one inside her, and then her. So they. So you're saying, so the it's not two bodies until. I feel like yeah. Born. If it's if once the baby is born, it is so born. You, it is, so you're saying that they can afford until the baby is born. But it's, but it's still like a gap, like a like if the baby's like four months old before four I'm months. I'm sure like, like a year ago. There was a uh, bill that was being um, was introduced in New York, mm-hmm. saying that you can abort once the baby's out of the body. Oh God, that's isn't that crazy? That that hits me different. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, seeing a child on on the you see a child like a baby. Yeah, but that's or I forget the adoption. specific bill, and I might have you know watched that one too. Yeah, but as as far as I no, remember, that's crazy. That's crazy. If you're not ready for it, hey, adoption. Or, or you know what? Yeah, but many people don't want to go through the whole giving birth procedure, so they just want to support it. But I feel like if you're not ready for that, and like how you said, you said that if 
you are having sex, you should plan on having a baby. If you do not, if you do not want a baby, don't have sex. It's none of the same. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the only way to uh, 100% guarantee that you're not going to have a child. And I feel like, in the first 10, yeah, just the only kids they stay, and not just by pregnancy, by like STDs, HIV, whatever. But I feel like when you're with somebody for a long time, you just pressure love at a different manner. And sex is like a, it's not the main, it's not, it's not the most important, but it's in that factor. I think, I think sex plays a big part. But no, a very small part of it is. Right. So I'm saying like, so I'm saying, you know, if you show your love in that manner, I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Just be prepared of the precautions that you may take if you strap on or not. And if you strap on, regardless, you can feel I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. Yeah. I agree. I mean, definitely protect yourself. But yeah. if you're not ready, I mean, it, it sounds nice. If you're not ready, don't do it. But at the same time, like, people are into it. Most people are into it before they're ready to have a child. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to take the precaution so you don't have to, so you're not in this situation. Yeah. So you're not in the situation of having to either kill something mm-hmm. or, you know, or a human being, right? Because everyone can say, I'm a hypocrite, I, I hunt and fish and we catch clean cook and whatever, you kill things all the time. But, it, I mean, if you believe in what I believe in, then, you know, animals are fine because I... I'm sure people that even think that a portion is not okay still eat meat or whatever. Yeah. that eat, um, or that think portions are right, still eat meat over animals and stuff. But to take another human life is yeah, it's crazy. Is ridiculous. Yeah. And um, can't hope. <laughs> I hope to God that I never have to take a human life. But I can guarantee you, I will not take a human life like that. Yeah, I I I get that. So. Yeah, so, uh, you got anything else to add? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think it was a good, uh, good episode. We talked a lot of things today. JT? Uh, yeah, it's all good. Alright, I, I think, I, I mean, I'm good, so, uh, Ready? yeah. Well, I'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week, um, Urban Nature Podcast. Mm-hmm.